Welcome back to Watch. This is a, a very special episode because... For some of us. 67.7% of the podcast is here. You know, we thought, why not broadcast from our nation's capital? Yeah. Here we are broadcasting live at least two out of the three of us are broadcasting live from the district of columbia in the same in my apartment but in different rooms because (laughs) we couldn't figure out the cute like couch setup vibe without the audio sounding terrible logistically it was difficult so i specifically am broadcasting live from will's bed cute wow a place that many aspire to be in (laughs) but few can attain not as many as maybe I would like, but (laughs) (laughs) it is true if you attain. Um, And I just want to say, I just want to, like, address the elephant in the room, which is that we, like, didn't tell Dina about this, but... (laughs) I know, it's supposed to be a surprise. (laughs) We were going to, like, surprise her, like, on air somehow, but that got too challenging. I'm obviously a really spontaneous girly, and so yesterday afternoon... I booked a flight to Baltimore. Just two hours later, I was at the airport. Such a coastal elite. I know. Just such an elite flying from New Haven to Baltimore on a Velo Airlines. (laughs) Without air conditioning. What even is that? They don't really have... It's like a budget airline. They don't really have air conditioning on the plane. So we were... I was sweating rivulets. Uh... (laughs) And also there was like, you know, it's summer and the DMV. And so there were obviously like thunderstorms in the afternoon. So we got delayed for a while on the tarmac, sweating our tits off. And then the pilot first was like, uh, yeah, we're going to be delayed for a while. So we're trying to see if we're going to get a new route or not. <laughs> and I was like, how many okay. routes are there? I mean, I guess like a Is lot. Is it just one line? Yeah, I don't know. Well, it's like, <laughs> it's not. I guess it's not like train tracks. Well, you can fly like different right in the sky in different right. places um, both like different and multiple dimensions you know right what I mean? of course so so that and then and then it made me realize that apparently one of the route like options is like what altitude you're flying and so when the pilot came back on he was like yeah um they gave us a route it's low altitude so it's gonna be pretty bumpy but um <laughs> oh, so we're no. gonna need- <laughs> it's like fi- flying the peasant airline what do you oh, expect my nightmare. i was like i don't know why i feel like he needs like avilo needs to like splash out on some messaging in like, manner because, yeah, it's like low altitude routes can be pretty bumpy like i don't think you need to kind of imply that we're getting like this shitty route just be like <laughs> yeah it's like just like i would have just assumed like any route would have some like right but he's like they gave us the low altitude route but it made the made the flight faster so okay this is actually a good lead into my housekeeping news and also why i am not in dc because i just got back from europe otherwise i would have your tour of the continent we get it we get it Oh, yeah. Sorry. I, am I the oh, coastal elite now? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. We get it. You're just Okay. Another... Well, what I was going to say is that I statistic. had an eight-hour <laughs> plane ride, and what happened was that I was bored, and I opened my Kindle, and I thought, oh, why don't I just catch up a little bit on Crescent mm. City? Mm-hmm. And then the next thing I knew, I was, in fact, finishing the entire <laughs> Wow. So you 
you have finished CC1. So I have finished the book. So I mean, you made it pretty far. You made it pretty far. Honestly, like kudos to me. Um, as I didn't know you possessed that self restraint. So no, I had to read like six other books. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just to like get myself through it. But yeah, no more terrible guesses from me. I will have some kind of notes app apology at the end about things I was so, so wrong about. And we have mm-hmm. so much to talk about. Don't worry, and neither I've been of you will talk about any of it with <laughs> me yet still, which is fine. Yeah, sorry. RIP, my bad predictions. They were, I mean, some of them were right. Yeah, a couple you got were some. Right. But some of them were wrong. Some of them were so <laughs> deeply wrong. But you got, you got to take some swings. You, know? yeah. you do it in this life. You have to take some swings. (laughs) Yeah. Anyway, I feel like we should sort of jump into the thick of it. I suppose. We did leave off in a bit of a pickle. I'm shocked you remember where we left off. I black out every time we record this podcast. (laughs) Not from alcohol, mind you, just from, I don't know what. to be clear. (laughs) So I believe Rachel will be our little chaperone today. Rach, do you want to take us to the promised land of (laughs) Crescent City? I would love to. I would love to so much. So we left off on probably my favorite chapter in the book, Hunt and Bryce. We're on the roof, just got attacked by a demon or whatever. It's raining. He's nuzzling her neck, just like a greedy little vampire, just nuzzling her neck. Hot. Unfortunately, she's stroking his back. It's Everything is going right. And unfortunately, fucking Sabine Fendier storms through the door of the roof and ruins everything let's keep this brief because she interrupted sexy time and i don't want to like reward her yeah for we that. can't no, reward, that's true. reward that behavior that was not good behavior so it's all like oh like like hunt draws a gun or whatever and sabine like what the fuck is your problem blah 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 <laughs> oh my god that's and- <laughs> voice is exactly how i yeah she's like crazy but she says but basically okay from this little standoff on the roof we get some important information which is that in short sabine says that she did not kill danica she reveals that danica stole the horn and she reveals that she doctored the security footage to protect danica and she doesn't seem to know anything about the demon that just attacked them okay fair also while this is happening, just like there is a brief sexy time still because oh, Hunt slips behind Bryce with his like hand around her waist. Yeah, I thought that was like kind of and, hot. Like, she's up against his chest. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And doesn't it say something about he like was almost going to like put his arm over her breasts? To, like, yeah, like in case right. Sabine shot her, you know, just in case. <laughs> but like the visual of that is so funny. Why would you say chest? Like I put her, like he almost put her his hand over her chest, but it's like he almost put his hands over her breast. Like, okay, Hunt, Hunt still like has like, like half a bone. Get and he's, your head like, in the game. He's, yeah, his signals are getting crossed in his brain. <laughs> Which fair uh, enough. You know, it's hard to pivot that quickly. It is hard I to feel. pivot. I mean, I've, I've never, never had to. Really I've never had to. to me. to. Like, yeah. yeah. Um, but I imagine, you know, it'd be a weird vibe. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's also LOL, wasn't Amelie just like across the roof being a voyeur or whatever that's called and just like yeah. watching them make out and texting Sabine about yeah, it? Yeah, Sabine the play by play. Yeah. yeah. Lucky her. Bryce is obviously very shooketh by the revelation that Danica stole the horn. She's shooketh for approximately five days. Yeah, that's a long time in this yeah. narrative. Mm-hmm. 
she's not eating. She's hardly eating. She's like, the vibes are not vibing. She's processing. You know, there's no more, there's no more hugs that lead to neck nuzzling as Hunt observes. Well, and he, he also, also okay. Sorry, I think this is right. No, going. I don't. You dare think that I would not um, include. Okay, how, how to put this? Um, Huntsman having to relieve himself. I guess that's not what you say. <laughs> like he's a dog going to the bathroom. Hunt, Hunt had to take a cold, cold shower. And, and uh quote take matters into his own hands yeah if you know what if you catch means. drift yeah wait can i tell you guys my favorite part of this mm-hmm. i think this is so funny that yeah. sjm is literally like trying to incorporate foreshadowing into like this brief scene of hunt by himself in the shower moment did you guys catch this it said i'm so sorry for reading this out loud i really do apologize when it says that like he came it says hard enough he saw stars Mm. (laughs) wow like that's just the funniest thing i've ever (laughs) thank you for including the foreshadowing where you know we're really paying attention you know what i mean (laughs) yeah yeah of course i didn't get that but you know no i was i was also on a more sort of literal um yeah same plane but i'm glad that you caught that literature (laughs) such literature i and this is like the first i think of two times probably at least this episode where we are informed that like hunt has really had to be taking matters into his own hands like <laughs> frequently yeah no it feels like in it's the a, shower. becoming a regular occurrence. oh okay good i think i only clocked one so yeah i, I think there's a second time Great. yeah i love this this is why we need this is why multi POV is actually like such a beautiful thing. Cause mm-hmm. if we get single POV, we don't know how much the like broody, mm-hmm. like will they, won't they guy is in fact like jerking off in the shower, like thinking about <laughs> right, the heroin. Right. You don't know if her, does he her even breathy like her? moans. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, and also he's like jerking it to like her face. Yeah. <laughs> Which is interesting. Yeah. Like, do you guys think anybody's ever jerked it to the image of your face? Like your face? Yeah. Like specifically my face? I don't know. Like Not your things. face. Well, no. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I thought that was no, just like, oh, she's saying that because it's like, oh, it's like romantic, but like nobody ever really does that. I mean, it's kind of hard. It's kind of, we've actually entered like a very interesting space because obviously of the three of us, I wow. know the most of what. Hunt's yeah. going through, but I also have, have a fantasia, fantasia. <laughs> so I can't picture anyone's anything really. Oh wow! wow. You just have to like think about like the concept of them. This is getting I a guess. little too. <laughs> no wonder why you're so philosophical, Will. Well, I guess like, now we have. We've also had official confirmation that Will. We, no, I'm not even going to say it. Anyways, um, let's move on. Even though we will be coming back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 we'll circle back. Anywho, that's where we're at at this time. Um, Bryce, Hunt, and Rune are in the library at some point during this time. Having their little and, study group. Yeah, they're having their little study group. Rune says he was talking to that medwitch again, and she mentioned that there's some relatively new drug on the market that is a synthetic healing magic. So it's like synthetic magic, and 
if taken in high quantities, it's like extremely potent, kind of very dangerous, maybe. So it's like magic, but not magic. But light but not light <laughs> right yeah like i wonder which i'm currently editing an episode in which uh dino i know <laughs> dina dina like out of hand rejected this premise and i just like, played along because i wanted to mislead her no that was so mean i was like why would it be something in modernity it's like hello the entire point of this is that we're like <laughs> a modern book. fantasy yeah synth um so they're chitty chatty and rice is like oh yeah like btw danica stole a horn rune we found out that danica stole a horn he's like what and they're talking about all this and rune asks do you think danica stole it for the horn for herself and bryce says, no way you know she must have taken the horn to keep her killer from getting it and they killed her for doing that and then you know they're still hunting for the horn basically Oh, also, can I just say, Rune is like, mm-hmm. this is when Rune has his sword and he's talking about how there's like a second little knife hmm. thing. Yeah. That I yeah, legitimately. What, was that? I have what no do you idea. think about that? I don't, I haven't read the second book. So I was like, is mm. this one of those things where it's like, was this a knife that somebody had in like Akatar Throne of Glass or something? Or is this maybe something that comes back? I wonder. That makes you book. think, doesn't it? Oh my God, Rachel. <laughs> Yeah, so he's talking about some, talking at length about some knife that once once the two are united, then when knife and sword are re- reunited, so shall our people be, the Fae, you know, who have been, like, separated over several planets or worlds or something. So I don't know, it probably doesn't mean anything, but... There is, there is, and this is another, you know, maybe light spoiler, but, quote, he has, like, the sword out on the table and, quote, Bryce leaned back away from it as a bead of starlight sang down the fuller and sparkled at the tip. And then, like, Rune is, like, raising an eyebrow at Bryce because in his head, he's like, why isn't she, like, more impressed with my sword? Like, it's, like, a cool <laughs> sword and she's, like, leaning away from it. Like, I don't get what's happening. I only caught mm. that on the reread. I was like, oh. Amidst all of this, Bryce has been in a funk, and but she has a couple smiles here. So that makes Hunt happy. And then... They're, like, looking at each other and smiling, and Rune gave Hunt a sharp look, like he knew every filthy thing Hunt had thought about Bryce, everything he'd done to pleasure himself while imagining it was her mouth around him, her hands, her soft body. Hunt, get it together! I know, he says shit. He was in such deep, unrelenting shit. Rune only snorted, as if he knew that, too. I love the so, That's masturbation reference yeah. number two. I think we might get another one at <laughs> I some think point. We do. I also love Hunt imagining Rune, imagining him, ima- you know? Yeah, right, right. <laughs> mm, I love it. Anyways, we get some otter mail. Oh, I wish God. that we had like a sound effect for like otter mail. And then I it'd be know. like, do, 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 mail time. I mean, <laughs> the Mario song. Yeah, the Mario <laughs> Mail time, like or like Blues Clues. Yeah, we need a Blues Clues. We need an honor mail. This is a call. We're putting out a call to any of our listeners who are like sound engineer musicians. We need honor mail uh, soundtrack. Thank you. And also just honor mail in general. Oh, and we want. We actually. That's actually more important. We just want honor mail from you. <laughs> So an otter shows up and rings the wee little doorbell that Bryce made Jessica install for, like, shorter patrons. See, Jessica is such a softie. Like, she has this hard exterior, but she's willing to fork over money for little things like this, you know? Yeah. 
a little doorbell for otters. Yeah. And he has his reflective yellow vest on. He stood on his hind legs. His little paw on the buzzer. So cute. Yeah. So she gets the otter mail. It's from Therian. And it says... Obviously, Will's boyfriend. Oh, yes. And mine, honestly. Will doesn't get Therian to himself. Why? Because I want him. <laughs> oh. We can share. I don't want to share with you. Uh, first you first you say that like you have never masturbated to like my face. To your visage. <laughs> now this. Um, are you even a friend? Um anyways, Therian says, I think you'll find this of interest. Kisses Therian. Cause he's a cheeky boy. He's so cheeky. He's, he's going game. the he's going the whole time on Love Island on Crescent City Love Island. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Anyways, I'm going to, like, really breeze through whatever the fuck Therian did. He, like, sent them some pics. Okay, Cliff's notes. He sent them some pictures of, like, other crime scenes. And basically, the long and short of it is they realize and decide that the Cristalos did not kill the pack because... The Cristalos' other victims don't look like how the pack looked when they were mm, killed, a.k.a. Right. a pile of, like, pulp flesh. Oh, so, <laughs> can yeah, never we'll look at the word pulp it. the same again. Yeah, I think that's basically what we get from this. But the otter is more important, obviously. Well, and then, sorry, before we leave our, our cozy little library, what, a, a Lily update that uh, is oh, lovely yeah. is that we learn in one of their little, like, back and forths, Bryce reveals that she buys shisha for lily and lily strawberry shisha which then lily like hot boxes like her little glass (laughs) dome all the time i know how cute is that it's so cute and when lily is like talking about her family and like telling the story and bryce is like this shit changes every time (laughs) yeah bryce is kind of being a little bit rude to her yeah but that's how you know she's feeling better (laughs) yeah Off we go to back to the apartment. We're going to summon a demon. <gasps> I love this part. Yay. We're summoning a Yay. demon. So Bryce takes out that obsidian salt that she bought from our friend, the Seder in the meat market. And so they're doing their little thing. She makes... So you can make, like, circles of, like, you make a big circle of the salt for the demon that you're going to summon, and then you also make a circle of salt for you to stand in. Mm -hmm. This is, like, classic. This is true in every... Anytime you summon someone... I was going to say, I've seen Charmed. I've seen Vampire Diaries. (laughs) We all all know how to do it. I like that she makes a little circle of salt for Syrinx, too. (laughs) Oh, we Syrinx. And, like, doesn't she get him, like, nestled in his crate or something? Yeah. So cute. Yeah, so Hunt's like, what are you doing? Blah, blah, blah. She's like, whatever. Like, I'm doing it. You know, <laughs> cheeky, cheeky. Yeah. Obviously, Hunt is gets distracted again by wanting to wrap his hand around her beautiful red ponytail and, like, yeah, and yank her back and kiss her. Again. <laughs> <laughs> which is Yank-gate. right after she calls him a narc, which I love. So oh, I know. Clearly he's they like, have I well, am a narc. He is, yeah, like self-aware <laughs> king. He's like, I am a narc, you freak. Because he's, he's like a demon hunter, let's all remember. So he's usually like supposed to be like keeping the demons out. 
Right. So he's like, oh, shit, I should, like, arrest her for doing this, but whatever. <laughs> anyway, her ponytail. Anyway. Yeah, and then on. he's like, ooh, but that ponytail. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, so Bryce is like... I'm not going to like tell you I'm summoning. I'm just going to summon. So she summons and the temperature starts rapidly dropping. Who shows up but Prince Adis, who occupies the fifth level of hell called the chasm. Mm. We don't really need to know like with all these princes of hell. I mean, we do, but we don't. Yeah. So whatever. I think all we need to know is that he's a little cutie. He's like yeah. top three. Yeah. Also definitely gay. Well, I don't know because he's kind of like, yeah, I don't vibing know. Is he? Bryce. Yeah, but they're just like vibing. I don't know. Is he maybe like a bi king? No, he is. He's like post sexual. You know, like right. He could I be attracted getting, to like, any and all things. Like cute, like Twinkie NB vibes. Yeah, no, that's probably correct. That's correct. Fine boned face, blonde hair. Yeah, blonde yeah. hair, blue eyes, gross. Not a good, not a good look. But I was immediately like, oh, I like him, and then I was like, what is wrong with me? <laughs> yeah i mean but he seems like you know he, he's kind of a vibe we learned that he like did some nice things like he did a nice thing for bryce kind of he doesn't seem totally bad i know we, i just we were unclear you know i just feel like i don't know if it's that reese ruined me or what it is but every time we meet one of these men who's clearly evil like aka remember me with micah I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, maybe he's secretly good. Like, why am I like this mm-hmm. Prince of Hell is secretly good? Like, he's probably not. But he is, like, kind of nice to Bryce, so we'll right. take that. TBD. So Hunt starts wigging out because, yeah, it's like, not all, she it's has like summoned, third, like... like, the third worst person. Right, demon. <laughs> like, it's not just any demon. It's, it's like, a big old, like, demon. It, he's further wigging out because the demon appears and she's like oh last time i saw you you were a cat and she's and like, like what's up <laughs> she's like hey and hunt's like what the fuck like later bryce will tell hunt it turns out that after her visit to the oracle which we previously discussed you know she's all upset she goes out into mm-hmm. the park outside the oracles and she's crying and this white cat with blue eyes shows up and she's like immediately knows that that's not a cat Mm -hmm. and he basically sits with her while she's crying and like is chill and says to her what blinds an oracle were you this was another one of those things where i was like i have to picture this as mind speaking otherwise i'm picturing sabrina the teenage witch and her cat (laughs) and that's just like an animatronic (laughs) cat yeah yeah i think it has to be mind speaking that cat from um What's the what's the Halloween with the witches? Oh, with Sarah Jessica Parker. No, 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 no. Um, the Disney Channel, Hocus Pocus. Hocus Pocus. It's like the yeah. cat from Hocus Pocus. Yes, love. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, shout out to all the cats, all the cats of, of Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> we love you. We dedicate this episode to you. <laughs> I'm feeling a little like silly and goofy because I'm like sitting in Will's bed right now. So I think I'm just like <laughs> so funny on a journey. My favorite thing that um, the prince says to her is when he, like, looks at Hunt and he's like, oh, Bryce, like, I wasn't sure what your tastes were. Like, I could show up looking more like that next time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know. Cheeky. Cheeky, cheeky. He'd get pretty far on Crescent City Love Island, too, I bet. Uh, yeah. Oh, for sure. I need this show so badly. <laughs> we should just, like, create a bracket. Maybe we should get SJM to write it. <laughs> She obviously loves reality TV, so she could write it, but it's, like, a scripted. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, that'd be fun. There's all this talk, like, Akatar is was picked up by Hulu or whatever, TBD, if they're going to make it. But, like, I think she should just pivot to this. 
Yeah. It's kind of a deep cut, but yeah. It would be so good. Anyways, think about it, SJM. We know you listen to our podcast. Religious. Think about it. (laughs) (laughs) And in terms of the substance of this conversation, there's not a lot. I mean, basically, she's like, are you sending the demons? Do you know who's sending the demons? And he's like, no, I'm not sending them. And no, it's not the other princes of hell. And like any... Like, super old, mysterious creature, species. He has to, like, give her some kind of, like, vague, like, clue to follow. The other things he says to Hunt are interesting. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He says, a fallen warrior. He, like, finally turns around and looks at Hunt. And he's like, a fallen warrior with the power of dot, dot, dot. Adis's groomed brows lifted in surprise. His blue opal eyes narrowed to slits, then simmered like the hottest flame. What are you doing with a black crown around your brow? Question mark. Question mark. I didn't need to add the question mark. So does he not get the news down there? He doesn't get the news in that detail. Well, no, I think he he might know. I mean, I think he might know what that is, but he's calling it something else. Right. So he doesn't know Hunt. "Hmm." He doesn't know Hunt. Okay. I guess not. But that was kind of interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Because first we had the Oracle saying weird shit to Hunt of like, Right, calling him things the lord and now of we have edis being like Ooh, what how so very intrigued by that mm. he also mentions that hell is basically a planet and there are a bunch of planets and maybe their universe is endless etc who can say so fun love that give me more multiverse theory yeah exactly so you know he can't stay for long because the temperature keeps plummeting and they're gonna freeze to death soon so he takes off a good reason to leave yeah. In terms of finding Danica's killer, he says, look for what's in between or whatever and like test the stuff again or something. Yeah. He's know. like, they like, <laughs> they summon a demon from apparently another planet. And he's like, run, <laughs> run the, the tests test again. again. <laughs> it's like, yeah. okay, CSI. Like. <laughs> so he dips and they call Declan. Uh, again, boring, boring. Oh, well, but- he says, sorry. His one last thing is he's like, make the drop and find me. Oh, after. yeah. Yeah, and this ha- and then later as well, when she's falling asleep later, the cat appears on her dresser and kind of like repeats this stuff. He's like, "What?" Just to make sure oracle? she gets it. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna really breeze through. Basically, Cliff's notes. They call Declan. They say like, "Oh, like run the test or whatever." And they're like in that conversation, Declan's like, "Oh, well, we didn't run." this special fey technology test that we could have run because the autumn king ordered us not to and bryce is livid the whole thing was kind of confusing i was like okay we're getting mad and we're feeling betrayed all over again we've kind of done this yeah Yeah. let's just gloss we have a lot of things to talk about and we're just gonna gloss so she goes to a whiskey bar and this time she actually is drinking for the first time in two years she takes her shoes off in this eating establishment Yeah. <laughs> and, like, puts her feet on the little, you know, those little brass bars at the bottom of bars? You know, she's on a journey. And, listen, the long and short of it is Hunt's like, okay, I'm not going to tell you not to drink away your feelings. But, like, I sort of am, but I'm sort of not going to tell you that. But, like, I'm going to suggest that maybe you shouldn't. Yeah, I feel like he handled that pretty well. Yeah, me too. Considered. And she's all grumpy grumpy whatever snippy snoopy and actually you know what this encounter brings us to another very important rule of the genre 
the genre. Why did I say it like that? The genre. genre. The genre. The genre. Uh, <laughs> the genre. This brings us to an important rule in the genre, rule 111, which is that hurt people hurt people. Mm. Okay? Indeed. They love, hurt people love to hurt people. Yeah, and they, so ha- they have to, actually. They must. So he says, look, you're not the only person to have lost someone that you love. And she says, tell me about her hunt. Let's hear the full unabridged sob story at last. And he held her gaze and said, don't be an asshole. I'm trying to talk to you. And she says, and I'm trying to drink. And then Juniper (laughs) texts her, blah, blah, blah. And Hunt says, maybe your friend is trying to tell you something, too. And then Bryce says, Weren't you going to tell me your heartbreaking story about your amazing girlfriend? What would she think about the way you manhandled me and practically devoured my neck the other night? Uh, <laughs> oh, no. And Racy. she regrets it the moment yeah. the words come out, of course. But luckily, Hunt knows about Rule 111. And he really does. He has learned, and he's just like, he doesn't yeah, fall for it. He's like kind of fine. Yeah, he's not No, baited. he's such a mature king. Here. In this, uh, yes. in this moment. <laughs> right. In this instance, guys, this is extremely mature on several levels it that really I is. need to discuss. Because first of all, he stares at her for a long moment. And all he said was, I'll see you at home. Which he calls it home, I by the know. way. Oh. Yeah, that got me. Will, are you? Will, do you have <laughs> nothing to like sigh about? I mean, it didn't. that didn't get me. But yeah, it's cute. okay and he goes and he it's like in his head it's like he could either yell at her exercise so he goes to exercise (laughs) he oh he also leaves her a little tonic to help her with her wound or what her Mm -hmm. injury Mm -hmm. and he goes home and oh we do get a third masturbation reference i'll get to that in a second but (laughs) (laughs) he goes home he exercises and then he cleans up all the obsidian salt, yeah. walks and feeds syrinx, and then sat down on the couch to wait for Bryce. So, like, not only did he not snap at her or whatever, but he went home and, like, did house chores. Yeah. Okay, but isn't there an interpretation under which that is, like, passive-aggressive? No. You no. know, when you're, like, mad at someone and you you want to, like, go out of your way to make them feel like you've done I don't everything? I complex enough for that. Will, who hurt you? <laughs> Who hurt you, you sicko? No, it's just, it's his home and he's taking care of it well. Yeah, okay, okay. And he's Searing's daddy now. He is Siri dad. He's Siri dad. Oh my god, okay. So that was super sweet. But we did also, in that space of time, he's thinking to himself, he's manhandled. The word had lingered, along with the truth. He hadn't thought about Shahar for a second while they'd been on the roof. Oh, are you going for it? Or in the days following. Hmm? Are you going for it? Go No, keep going. Uh, I guess I might. Uh, <laughs> and when he'd wrap... When he... And when, and when he'd had his hand wrapped around his C-word... <laughs> In the shower that night, and every night since, it hadn't been the archangel he thought of. Not even close. Wow. Oh my gosh. And he said Quinlan had to know that. She had to know 
what wound she'd hit. It's like, I don't know that she knows that you're not thinking about Shahar because you definitely said for the rest of your life, every time you have sex with anyone, you're going to be thinking about Shahar. And that you were ruined. Yeah. Yeah. You did pretty clearly say that. And she's not getting all these details that we're getting. (laughs) Don't ask me why I shied away from saying the C word because also now I'm like thinking of him like wrapping his hand around like a see you next Tuesday and I'm like, his see you next Tuesday and I don't know. know. What did you just say? I think everybody will get it. I'm feeling silly and goofy. I don't know. Yeah, you are. Well, I'm glad you didn't say the C word in my bedroom. Yeah. I didn't want to sully it. Certainly not. Yeah. Anyway, so, okay, that is our third, our third reference. Maybe final for this episode. Uh, yeah, we'll have to see. I guess I'm also feeling really silly and goofy in a great way because when we got our little breakfast sandwiches this morning, sorry, Dina, no offense, you weren't there. I got a iced chai <gasps> and an iced basil lemonade. So I'm currently enjoying my iced basil lemonade. And I just, the two beverages really have me like on a different astral plane. Oh my God, little beverage goblin. That's the dream. It is the dream. You know, it wasn't the dream. It was the gaggle of gays doing trivia really loudly at 8.30 a.m. at this little coffee shop. It was really weird. It was like... Why? I didn't understand oh, at all. There was a group of young men who were literally like doing trivia at 8.30 in the morning on a Saturday in this place, like screaming their yeah, trivia. Yeah, like a piercing noise. Oh, that's wrong. That's incorrect. It was terrible. Will felt a lot of like hatred. <laughs> it became very anti, no, homophobic. Anti-homophobic yeah. would be good. Will <laughs> unleashed a lot of homophobia. And uh. I said, I don't know what you're talking about. Because <laughs> I'm an yeah, ally. she's a true ally. Yeah. <laughs> the token ally of this podcast, everybody. Right. Absolutely. I take my duties seriously, but I digress. So Bryce finally comes home. Hunts. What? What is so? What is it that's so sexy about this? Hunt sitting on the couch with a beer, watching the Sunfall <laughs> game. So like, straight token ally. <laughs> what's happening? But you guys love it too. You know it. Like him just sitting on the couch is not like. No, yeah, that's not doing it for me. Is he no. wearing his hat backwards? Yeah, right. Is his hat on? No, well, it's implied. Okay. <laughs> it is implied, I guess. <laughs> but he has a beer, and he's like watching the Sunfall game, and he's waiting for her after he's already cleaned up and walked the dog. I'm sorry, just something is doing it for me. Because you have like a well-trained, domesticated male. Yeah, that's yeah. what's doing it for yeah. you. Anyways, she came home. She got groceries, and she's like, "I'm cooking you an apology meal, basically." Just mm. sweet. It's really cute. I love when a women have like one small, like kind of bad meal that they cook the entire time and that's it <laughs> you know is that i, ca- I can't relate because i'm like a really good cook but oh doesn't like <laughs> no, when she means in the book the she means in the book oh, yeah. yeah i feel I like i feel like male as cook is a big sjm vibe oh yeah we got that we also get that this episode we'll talk about yeah it. turns well we can just say now turns out hunt knows how to cook because mm-hmm. he said it'd be kind of embarrassing if i like lived more than two centuries and didn't know how to cook and it's again like, yeah, that's a correct. well-trained domesticated male yeah, yeah. Yeah. Perfect for keeping in your home. Yes, exactly. Him and Siri. Sorry if, like, the three, like, sort Men's of straight male, like, <laughs> listeners are feeling really alienated right now. I mean, I guess we probably already alienated you. So you might not be listening anymore, but whatever. Shout out. They're not our, they're not our, we're not aiming for that demo. You're not our key demo. Rachel, you were just being so supportive of them and their, like, couch sitting beer drinking habits. So, yeah, like, you I, threw Yeah, if they stick already. to a script, yeah. we support By the way, them. yeah, I was being so. <laughs> So impressed by like them doing like a little like walking and feeding the dog and like 
cleaning up the obsidian salt. Mark, whenever I do summoning circles, Mark refuses to clean it up. (laughs) Oh my god, Mark, do better. So they have some chitty chatty, blah, blah, blah. I mean, we're going to talk about it, I guess. But (laughs) she basically said, like, they talk about a couple things. One of the things is she's like, uh, I'm sorry, I'm still, like, all fucked up. But honestly, I was fucked up even before Danica died. And I'm, like, a sad miserable person sad girl sad girl and you know she touches on like he's like why before she died and she's like well all my friends were like girl boss making something of their lives and i was just like lame going nowhere i was like basically a secretary blah 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 he was like well why didn't you love dancing like why didn't you try to oh i love this part ballet (laughs) and she pointed to the sweep of her hips i was told my half human body was too clunky i was also told that my boobs were too big and my ass could be used as an aerial port landing <laughs> your ass is perfect <laughs> the word slipped out rachel's hot voice kills me every time <laughs> he refrained from commenting on just how much he liked the other parts of her too how much he wanted to worship them starting with that ass of hers <laughs> Hunt is also, in addition to being being a toe man, he's also clearly an ass man. He is an ass man, love. but it's it's like she was like basically, I was too hot to be a dancer. Like I'm sorry, like I tragically was so hot they wouldn't let me be a dancer. Yeah, which I don't know if we talked about this before, but also the funny thing is, is like Juniper literally has hooves, right? Yeah. So it's like, oh, I guess you can't be like a quote unquote curvy half human half fey but you can be a literal fawn with like hooves if you're skinny enough which honestly like kind of sounds like ballet to me i guess so but like how, how are you like, you're putting your like hooves and some point shoes i don't know but anyways we also get more info about this run-in that danica and her had where they were almost killed oh my god <laughs> psychotic it's it's a question mark for me, but Bryce is like, yeah, like Danica's senior thesis. Her senior thesis was on the history of the illegal animal trade, and she uncovered a real smuggling ring. <laughs> During nobody, her history paper, yeah, nobody in the Ox of the thirty third would help her, so we went to go deal with it ourselves. <laughs> Um, clearly I've never researched a history paper the right way. Uh, <laughs> yeah, like, they were gonna go do, like, some vigilante. This is just, like, the most unbelievable part of this fantasy book to me. <laughs> yeah, it's, like, a little unclear. Have you met a senior in college? They <laughs> can't do anything. <laughs> yeah, but maybe they're, like, Delulu enough that... Yeah, I think uh, They're like, key. oh, I know what we should do. We should go take, like, matters into our own hands. In a different right, sense right, right, right. In a different way, <laughs> right, does. right. That frankly would have been a more realistic, right? I guess. I don't know. Everyone senior year found out. Not everyone. That was what? a big thing. Found People out be, about like, masturbation. Like, well, like I was gonna say, a lot of women started dating each other. Gina looks year really scared in my, right in my college. I was in a Catholic university, so <laughs> it was rough out I there. Mean, I'm sure there were, there was some discovery as well, but who can say? Anyways. So, yeah, like, I guess they went and they tried to set these, like, unspecified animals free or whatever, and then the asp shifters. Oh, sorry, what the hell? I could have Googled this. What the fuck is a snake? snake. Oh. It's like the thing that killed Cleopatra. (laughs) She killed herself with. 
It's okay. like poison I snake. do need to look up that piece of history and also what an asp is noted. Oh, is now a good time? I'm I'm having a lot of sidetracks today. Maybe I should save this for our next episode. Is this a good time to tell her about what Serena said about us? <laughs> Who's <Yeah>. Serena? <sighs> so last night in our nation's capital, we had a wonderful pizza picnic with friend of the pod, R.I.P. Alicia. Mm, yes. Still alive. And Alicia has a wonderful sister. Still alive. She has a wonderful sister named Serena, who's sort of our main Gen Z liaison like, consultant yeah. yeah she listens to the pod she's a big fan she's our n equal one focus group yeah and she, exactly and she speaks for all of gen z and alicia's like no no, no like uh, yeah she loves the pod but well it, don't take this the wrong way <gasps> but she did want me to ask you do you sometimes intentionally dumb yourselves down for the audience <laughs> <laughs> and i was like no <laughs> I was oh, like, unfortunately, what are you no. talking about? <laughs> yeah, literally this dumb. Yeah, and so apparently <laughs> the main example that was given was Memento Mori. It's apparently it was just unfathomable that we did not know and hadn't heard that expression elsewhere. So apparently our like cultural references are lacking. So first of all, I have very good pop culture references. I just don't know history of like actual facts and things in the world. So right. that's fine. So sorry to all of our listeners who were like, wow. Yeah, have to deal with our <laughs> sort of ongoing <laughs> stupidity. Yeah. Yeah. So anyways, at least I know what an asp is. Oh, okay, fine, Serena. I guess I'll read up on all of the knowledge in the world before our yeah. next podcast. Yeah. yeah. No, no. Yeah, we actually know all of this stuff. Whenever we say something stupid, everybody, it's... Because we're just like kind of dumbing, our, we're just trying to dumb ourselves no, down, totally. to be like more relatable. You yeah, know what I mean? for sure. but I severely digress. I really have to stop digressing. Um, or this let's grass. Be... Let's grass. No, okay, okay, okay. Sorry, what? Okay, oh, progress. we're grass. Or regressing. How's that, Serena? Look at those words. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, blah blah blah. She asks Hunt at some point if he regrets the rebellion, and he basically says no. Even though it was awful, the angel hierarchies are bullshit. And if he, if I ever get free, he basically implies that he's going to kill everybody. <laughs> the angels, the Asteri, the Senate, the governors, all of them who were there at our get sentencing. Em. That's a lot of people. Yeah, he's just going to kill everybody. And then after that, she's like, what happens after that? He says, I don't know. Maybe you and I can figure it out, Quinlan. We'll have centuries to do it. Oh. After I massacre, like, everybody on the planet. Right. And we can just, like, settle in our, like, cute little apartment (laughs) with no repercussions. (laughs) Yeah. And then she says, yeah. And then she says, if I make the drop. And then they do their yap, yap, yap about, like, oh, maybe I won't make the drop. I don't know who's going to, like. She's like, I won't do a public anchor. It's not for me. (laughs) Yeah. Like, little elitist rice. Yeah. Just blah, blah, blah. We have to just keep up at a breakneck pace because there's a lot. Next day, I just quickly know, okay, there's some cute domesticity. He makes her breakfast. As we discussed, he's a good cook, which is cool. Mm -hmm. And also, they stayed up until midnight binge-watching a reality show about a bunch of hot young veneer working at a beach club in the Coronal Islands. I mean... I think it's Lohan Beach Club. That's what I pictured. 
Okay, I was like, is this more of like a below deck kind of thing? Okay. I think it's like Lohan Beach Club. Like, I'm sure literally all of our listeners watched it. But in case you didn't, Lindsay Lohan owned a beach club in, I believe, Mykonos. I think it was that. I think that's what Sarah had in her mind. And of course, Hunt refused to watch it first. But by the end of the first hour, he'd be the one pressing play on the next episode and then the next and it didn't hurt that they started on Relatable. opposite ends of the sectional. <laughs> and then they ended up side by side, thighs pressed. Oh, this part less relatable. I feel like when you first introduced me to Love Island, that was me. I was like skeptical. Yeah. And then I was like, let's go. But then I didn't scooch closer to you on the couch, though. No, unfortunately. But you do get to a point where you're like, oh, my God, I'm on episode 47. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that's cute. But anyways. We love it. Our domestic bliss once again interrupted. Micah gives Hunt a wee task. And by a wee task, I mean a rather harrowing task of, like, killing several people and not allowed to use guns. So, like, must make it a slow and torturous death. Bummer. Pretty gruesome. He goes MIA, basically, for, like, eight hours or something. and, And Bryce starts wigging out. Oh, this was really cute. She gets so scared. She's super worried about him. And finally, she calls Rune and is like, oh, there's something wrong with Hunt, blah, blah, blah. But then as she calls Rune, Hunt walks through the door. Which, by the way, I love that she did call Rune. It's like, okay, you want to pretend like your relationship isn't improving, but it is. You called him. I know. That was cute. Softening. Yeah. There's a warmthening. Yeah. word. Sorry, Serena. Sorry, Serena. Ugh, just whatever. Anyways. Hunt comes through the door, he's in his wee battle suit, he's covered in lots of different bloods, and he basically can't talk, he's, like, catatonic. Catatonic. Um, and <laughs> he, wow, this this lemonade really has me feeling loopy. Yeah, you, think you got, like, this one spiked lemonade <laughs> well, I was gonna at say, the pretzel bakery. <laughs> I think, I, I honestly think it's also, I think I maybe need to start podcasting from bed, because I feel just, like, really, like, comfortable, and I'm just, like, ranting. I love this. I love this for you. Yeah, he's, like, He's in a state and basically can't speak and just kind of walks past her into the bathroom and he showers. And he's in the shower for literally an hour when she finally goes to inspect to see if he's, like, okay. I think this is the cutest scene of the whole book. I know. See, this is such a good... I think Sarah's so good at intimate scenes that aren't, like, full sex scenes. Like, this is the most intimate scene. Yeah. So Bryce goes in, he's sitting on the shower floor, he has the water turned up so hot, it's literally scalding him, and his skin is, like, burning and rehealing. And he's just on the ground, just, like, head between his knees. And she can't explain why she did it, but she literally, like, gets in the shower with her sweatpants and, like, t-shirt on, and, like, turns the water, the temperature down a little bit. And then she's like, I'm going to clean you off. Mm. And this is in the pantheon of hair washing scenes of SJM. I think I like the other one better, and we can't say. We'll say it happens in Throne of Glass series. If you know, you definitely know. But that's actually my favorite, one of my favorite, like... Hair washing scenes. Yeah. Wait, remind me which book it is. (gasps) Sorry, my brain is blanking. (sighs) Sorry. It's in Queen of Shadows. (laughs) Okay. I wish I probably should know the exact chapter because I listen to it a lot. I'll go back to it after this. Sorry. <laughs> sorry, sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm sorry, but better. like hair, like 
No, it's the a, most a like hair washing and like thing ever. Yeah, scratching of the scalp oh for me gosh. is just like yeah. a lot. It's really good. okay. Can I? I have like one note, one okay. question. One What's note. your note? So she also does his wings, mm-hmm. and I'm like, there's no, and she just soaps his wings. There's no way proper wing care. Like, doesn't he have feathers? There's no way you should be doing some soap application to well, wings. I feel like you probably counterpoint. Mm. Have you ever seen the Dawn commercials with the ducks that have been in oil spills? Because they wash them with Dawn. But do you think that's what one should do to, like... Because, like, I assume you need your feathers to be in, like, kind of good shape to fly well. Yeah, and they really need to get that blood off. And I'm sure there are, like, oils and there's, there's like... I just... It's, like, like when you, you like, shampoo your hair too much, you know? I worry about that. I worry... Okay, yeah. You worry about stripping the natural oils. I worry about stripping the natural oils from the feather. (laughs) Well, I guess neither of them were, like, super hung up on that in this moment. But, like, I do hear your concerns. You know what I mean? Yeah, like... Yeah. So importantly, very importantly, after after she gives him his wonderful shampoo, gently scrubbing his head, she realizes he was naked. She had <laughs> she somehow forgotten. Utterly naked. She didn't let herself contemplate it. Well, you kind of are, but sure. <laughs> and she takes care of his upper body as best she could. And then she says, I can't clean your wings with you sitting against the wall. So she's like she's like kneeling or whatever, sitting. Yeah. You know, when she's giving him like a shampoo and stuff. And so I can't take care of your wings when you're sitting like this. So he stands up and she kept her eyes averted from what exactly this brought into her direct line of vision. <laughs> the quote very considerable something of that he didn't seem to notice or care about, so she wouldn't care about it either. I'm so <laughs> I love. glad we get our favorite word considerable (laughs) very considerable something which i love because she's like listen she's got a d in her face so like obviously you're gonna clock it right it's obviously not the time but you're gonna clock it but you're gonna like not clock it yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. you're gonna like put it like aside on a shelf for later yeah she (laughs) clocked it but like was maintaining respectableness she stood and gently turned him. She also didn't let herself admire the view from behind either. The muscles and perfection of him. Your ass is perfect, he'd said to her. Likewise, she could now attest. So again, I think she is admiring she it, is. but mm-hmm. she's 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 doing her best. She's I think staying we on have task to all acknowledge that. As best yeah. she can. Amazing. Anyway, so she goes to like put a shirt, clean shirt on him, but there's all these like slats on the back for wings. So she's like, okay, I can't really like deal with this. So then she just <laughs> puts a like pair of bro- boxer realistic. briefs on him. Like, yeah, I know. like classic it's SJM, like, like attention to detail. Bra. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's like, ooh, okay, I don't know. Um, which honestly, it does kind of like upset me to like think about that. Like, that Hunt has to like put on like a weird like shirt that has like, like, you know, like baby, like, Ooh, you know, like, yeah. baby, like, snaps. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, he has some, like, weird, like, but whatever. Like and then you have snaps. to think about, like, his his wings, like, sticking out of his shirt. And I don't really want to think about that. No, so we just his won't. wings are gone except for when he flies in my head. Or they just, like, somehow, like, there doesn't need to be, like, a slat, like, yeah. apparatus yeah. for yeah. his wings. Whatever. We're not going to think about it. She got some into his boxer briefs. Again, without looking at anything. Exactly. <laughs> Gets him into bed. Kind of like pets his forehead, strokes his hair away, and you know she's like, "Okay, good night." And then he just like reaches out and like tugs on her wrist, and she knows that it means like he wants her to stay. Aww. 
So she's like, I can't even leave this room to get my pajamas because I just don't want to leave him. So she takes off her all of her soppy wet clothes, puts on his big t-shirt. Finally. Climbs into bed. And I want to say, I want to set the scene because Hunt, being the good sort of military man that he is, he makes his bed pristinely every day. Hmm. So I need us to understand she, this, she said the sheets were warm and smelled of him. Rain kissed cedar. So first of all, we're getting his scent. Okay, rain great. kissed cedar. Mm-hmm. Love. Yep. It's a good That's scent. A good one. I love it's rain. It's a great scent. And I want us to understand he made his bed so it's like a perfect like hotel bed. Mm-hmm. Just wonderfully made when you peel back that comforter and the sheets are just perfect and it's just wonderful to climb into. Okay? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I just want us all to be picturing it. Great. She, he makes room for her. She gets into bed. Syrinx curls up at the foot of the bed. Just cozy, mosey, mosey. Okay. And she just like sits against the headboard. And then he's, she's kind of shocked as he puts his head in her lap basically. And she just like strokes his hair until he falls asleep. And then later in the middle of the night, he wakes up and he's like, oh, wow. Like what? And then he carries her into her bed, which, like, rude. Just keep her with you. But yeah, but whatever. Right? Can't you just be like, oh, I'm still asleep. But that's... Ugh, actually, that a... wait. <laughs> is that where we leave it? Or did I forget to do the last... No, no, this is where we leave that's it. That's where we leave it, I think. Yeah. Wow. That just was a cozy. lot. That was so... There was a lot in that episode. Plot-wise, eh, maybe not so much, but a right. lot of... But, like, relationship development? Yeah. Wow. And just... Just taking matters into one's hands and such. I want. I want to put out a call. I want to put out a call to action <laughs> for our <laughs> listeners. Okay. And I want you, if you have not made your bed today, <laughs> dare I say, even maybe if you're feeling up to it, I want you to first of all change your sheets or wash them if you can. If you can't, okay, fine. Skip to the next step. I want you to make that bed immaculately. I want things to be tucked in. I want the pillows right. And I want you to treat yourself to having like a hotel bed. That's what I call my bed. When I make my bed, I make it hotel bed. And, <laughs> and I then, want you to do that for yourself. Email us a picture. <laughs> email us a picture. And I want you to, when the time is right, which is now, I don't care if you're working. I don't care what you're doing. I want you to peel back your like <laughs> wonderful comforter. I want you to climb in and I just want you to, Feel really cozy and like take a nap. Uh, we're becoming Jordan Peterson. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, make, like, your, make, make your, your bed. bed every day and like yeah, you'll be a real like, man. Yeah, you'll be like a lobster or something. I don't know. <laughs> what? <laughs> he has a thing about lobsters. I'll definitely take a nap. I don't know about the first part, but we'll see. Okay. Dina. Okay. I'll see. Maybe. You're going to really appreciate it for yourself if you All do right. it. I think we're, we're like going off the rails we need to i think wrap this up. <laughs> i'm sorry so i've been in a really <laughs> silly goofy mood yeah no it's great well thank you all for joining us thank you so much tell a friend yeah take matters into your own hands do what you need to do tell people about the podcast i hope at least one of you was listening to this accidentally like in a car with other people or something <laughs> Yeah. If so, tell us about how awkward we made it for you and your friends. <laughs> Spread the good word, and we'll see you next week. Bye. 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 Bye.